just see what happens. All right, gentlemen. Um, looks like we're live. So, yes. Um, and, you know, from there, Jamal, you know what to do. So, um, good morning, good morning, people. Uh, good morning, good morning, world. And welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. I hope that you all are having a blessed morning as you all are tuning in with us and getting your weekend started. Um, every week, we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via, via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast page, on Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman, amongst other streaming platforms. Uh, today is January 13, 2021, and we have yet again seen an interesting week in the sports world. Uh, well, we saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and Mr. 43-year-old Tom Brady dominate the great Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers be named the NFL MVP for the third time. Uh, Aaron Donald uh, for the third time. And I got a, I'm, I'm, I got a little bone to pick with this, but Aaron Donald for the third time in his career be named Defensive Player of the Year. And the Los Angeles Lakers not go 3-0, before I know this week, um, in overall record and 3-0 and in overtime games, um, as well as the great Mr. J.J. Watt uh, has his uh, release uh, granted easily. Patrick, uh, well, sorry, uh, Mr. Deshaun Watson, it was kind of an issue, but Mr. J.J. Watt, it was just a smooth release for him somehow, um, have his release granted to be let go from the Houston Texans. And so with that being said, Introducing my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Uh, we have different mood swings depending on the, the news of that week, right? So, anywho, Jamar, good morning. Top of the morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and introducing our guest for this morning, Mr. Kamal Smith, a great man that I occasionally bump into at Crunch Fitness uh, for my weekly uh, boot camp class. Um, he is a swimmer uh, and former running back for South Shore High School on Chicago's East Side and took his talents down to Clark Atlanta University. Mr. Kamal Smith, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm all right, Phil. I'm all right. Yes, yes. Good morning. Right, Thank you for being with us, my brother. And so with that being said, fellas, we uh, have to talk about uh, the Super Bowl. And so I'm sure... Um, you guys caught the Super Bowl. Um, it's the biggest sports event, like pretty much in American sports um, and arguably around the world. And so um, let's begin with you, Jamar, since you are the guru uh, and you pick a lot of uh, correct football games. And you got the uh, Destination Fantasy podcast on Sunday mornings as well. Um, after watching the Buccaneers dominate the Kansas City Chiefs, were you surprised like myself? And so, Jamar, let's begin with you. And then, Kamal, you can give your thoughts after Jamar. Surprised? Yeah, I, I was surprised. 
I'm not gonna sit here and, and lie and they got that game was gonna go the way that it went and I would think that would happen. Um, I mean, going in, we knew the Bucks was hot. They haven't lost the game since they played Kansas City, I think in like week 12 or so. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and we know Kansas City had, you know, their offensive line was banged up in uh, two spots. But, you know, even with all that, we didn't think that Kansas City would have, you know, not scored a touchdown. We didn't think Kansas City would have looked dysfunctional on offense. We didn't think Kansas City would have committed so many penalties on defense, which some I question, but some they definitely earned. Yeah, some of them were questionable, right? Some of those pass interference calls. Pass interference and then that one uh, neutral zone infraction or offsides on the field goal attempt. Um, right. That's one brother that get a lot of calls, y'all. Um, I think you know that as well, Kamal. Tom Brady get a lot of yeah. calls. Yeah. Ooh, he get a lot of calls. It's in his favor. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that, that was wild. And so, I mean, I, I'll say this, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, even with all the circumstances with the line being banged up and him running for his life and him running almost 500 yards in that game, he he still looked phenomenal. He put the ball and the money on so many plays and the guys just didn't catch it. Right. Kill in the end zone. Imagine if he would have caught that. That would have been 7-0. Probably would have changed the whole dynamic of the game. Third and I think long to Travis Kelsey, he could have caught that one. That probably would mm-hmm. the dynamic of the game. Uh, of course, that one that he, he – I don't know, that, that phenomenal throw where it hit guy in the hand in the end zone and it got picked off because he couldn't catch it. Right. And you saw him running for first downs more than he usually does. Like, he – I feel like he did everything that he could to try to win that game. So, I can't, you know, knock him – but more so, I give a lot of credit to Tampa Bay here. I do. Their defense came to play. Uh, Tom Brady, after the first couple of drives, he started to look surgical. You know, Gronk, you know, you, you kind of expected Gronk to find the end zone, but I didn't think he's going to find the end zone twice, though. Yeah, in the uh, first quarter. Yeah. You know, the running game was going. Once you – I'm sitting here, you know, with my family, like, yeah, if, if they get the running game going, then you're going to see play action, and then all of a sudden it just opened up the whole game. Yep, and there was nothing Kansas City could have done about it the way the momentum was going. So, so surprised I am, um, but I, I I appreciate greatness. I understand when someone is being dominated on both sides of the ball. So, you know, kudos to the Buccaneers. They they definitely earned that that win. For sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, Kamal, did you watch the Super Bowl, man? And what was your thoughts? Well, I wasn't surprised. And the reason I say I wasn't surprised because, yeah, Mahomes was the reigning champ, but he also played against San Francisco last year. Right. That's not like that's not playing against Tom Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. Being, you know, so I point, felt like man. the offense to me didn't show up. That wasn't Kansas City offense. And like you say, Tampa Bay hasn't lost the game since week 12, the last time they played Kansas City. And we know Tom Brady comes to play in the Super Bowl, so you have to be it does. every point, defense and offense. Main thing was Tyreek Hill did not show up. Mm-hmm. He was just horrible that game. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, he came to play. 133 yards. Nope. So... I just feel like it wasn't it wasn't a big surprise. And then 
I kind of figured like it was going to go into Tom Brady's favor. You in Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl. As you say, some of the penalties shouldn't have been called, but you know, we're going to take, we're going to take the GOAT. Well, I ain't going to say the GOAT. We're going to take the veteran over the rookie, as they say. Right. And, and we know that, I don't know, I just have a feeling the only person that, that really be able to beat Tom Brady, besides Philadelphia, lucky win, you know, is Eli Manning. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I, I, I wasn't surprised. I feel like if Kansas City make it next year, hopefully they, hopefully it'll be a rematch of the, this year's Super Bowl and everybody show up, like everybody. Because Kansas City, I just feel like it wasn't – that wasn't Pat Mahomes we used to. But like we say, the line was banged up. But I just feel that it wasn't the Kansas City that we got through the season. Right. Mm-hmm. I and I, I I stand in agreement with um you you know various points, man. Um, in regards to what you're saying, Kamal, you know, I was I was surprised. You know, like I was surprised on the basis of um uh, every week, Kamal, me and Jamar picked Kansas City every game. Um, we made a pact to not bat against Patrick Mahomes. Um. And we had good reason to do so, right? Um, only thing is, like you say, this was not Jimmy G from Eastern Illinois. This was mm-hmm. not um, anybody else other than the GOAT, Tom Brady. And so um, Tom Brady, man, it's like a game of darts for him. Like, it's just, and he's surgical. Like you say, Jamar, like, just surgically pick your team apart. And, um that spiral that comes out his hand is the most beautiful throw I've ever seen. Um, it's so special. And um, I was just sitting there, me and my family sitting here watching and my brother-in-law, various, you know, few family members visited. And we were just waiting y'all and waiting. Man, Kansas City going to get it going. Come on. I'm like, come on. When they going to get it going? Like, you know, we know they're going to get it going shortly, you know, Give it the second quarter. Eh, give it the third quarter. Uh, they're going to have a magical fourth quarter. Didn't happen. And by the, by the middle of the third quarter, y'all, I think we kind of realized that this, this is going to be a blowout because um, the defense of Tampa Bay was just lights out. And so um, all the points y'all named being at home, um, the defensive line in the front seven playing the lights out. They literally dropping four linemen, y'all, and keeping their secondary 15 yards back so that Patrick Mahomes can't beat him deep. But that's just how good the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line was. And so if you got all those things going, I don't care what quarterback you is. If you got four linemen that's dropping back, ask Tom Brady when he played the Giants and Jason Pierre-Paul, who played on the Buccaneers. Um, if you got four linemen that can get you and everybody else just dropped back 10, 15 yards. Only thing you can hope for is just to take for what you can get, which is five, 10 yards, and then try to take a, a shot later on. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is already on top of that because they had the people already in the back. So it wasn't none that really Patty Mahomes could do but scramble almost 400, 500, well, 400-some yards, almost 500, and hit guys in the helmet. Very low probability catches, very difficult catches, great throws, phenomenal athleticism, shows he's the greatest quarterback in the game right now. But, you know, 
I mean, what's the odds of us catching those passes, y'all? And so um, could have been a different game if those would have, you know, those miracle catches would have happened. But um, I was definitely surprised and Tampa Bay laid the smack down on the Kansas City Chiefs. So it would be interesting to see how uh, Patrick Mahomes um, respond. So, uh, yeah. Jamar, um, in regards to that tag, were you able to get that tag at least? Uh, from yesterday? No, from uh, now. Oh, now? No. Yeah. Okay. So let me take a look into that. Uh, all right, fellas. Um, let's see. Let's go into our next segment here, which is basically just talking about um, the continuous of football in the Super Bowl. And so um, we see that Tom Brady uh, won the seventh Super Bowl, y'all. And so with Tom Brady winning the seventh Super Bowl, I'm just curious. Some people, you know, kind of view that word athlete as athlete. You know what I'm saying? Come on, like swimmer or running, Jesse Owens, you know, athletic. Tom Brady's not the most athletic guy, right? But just curious, after this championship, um, when compared to the likes of like Michael Jordan, um, various other people that, you know, were great athletes, um, GOATs, they can say, does this put Tom Brady as the GOAT of all sports? And so, uh, Kamal, let's begin with you. I wouldn't say the GOAT of all sports, no, because, yeah. like, we have to think about Serena Williams and Tiger Woods, you know, like, those are true GOATs. But I say for football, yes, because, like, he was there when – before they had all these new rules in place and when it was still helmet to helmet, you know, when it was real gritty. So, right. I gave him the GOAT of football, but I wouldn't give him the GOAT of all time, like the all-athlete. Like, no, because – his job is demanding, but it's not that demanding. When you're behind a line that's going to protect you, majority of the game, you're getting hit probably twice out of a game. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know it could, it could add on, but let's think about it. Tom Brady hasn't really been hurt none of his career. Nope. That That is factual. And so – um, One year where he tore his ACL. Other than that, he's been there the whole time. Right. <laughs> the whole time. Right. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him the goat though for for all of all athletes. I just say for football, like he definitely earned that title, and he showed that he could do it without without Bill Belichick, and that's what I like. Even though you do go to, they made sure you had everything you wanted in Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. they made sure. You know, the best way to beat Tom Brady is you got to have a lot of slot receivers. <laughs> Yeah, you got to have a lot in general. <laughs> you got to have a lot in general. You got to have a running game and slot receivers because he's coming. That's what he's going to have. That's why he, he made sure he had Antonio Brown and, and Rob over there. Mm -hmm. and who else? Leonard Fournette. He had him a running game, a slot receiver, and a tight end that he know can get him in the end zone. Yeah, man, he did. He had a lot of weapons. A lot of people was always just on that Kansas City bandwagon for weapons. But I think you know Jamar as well, man. Can't, Tampa Bay got a lot of weapons, too. But Tampa Bay been like that. Tom, I'll say Tampa Bay been had those weapons. It's just that their quarterback that they had 
was just a turnover, a turnover guy. You, he's giving you 400 yards a game, but he's throwing five interceptions a game. Right. So when you put a when you put a real a real quarterback that turnover ratio is not that high, you're going to get you're going to get better results. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I hear you, man. Um, and you know, while Jamar handed a tag and um I just jumped in like I, I, I asked the question, y'all, of like for the likes of Michael Jordan. If I asked myself, is he greater than MJ? I would say no, just because I'm from Chicago. Um, but I guess a realistic part of me would be like, you know, from his body of work, he might be. Um, I know, I know, I know, I know y'all both disagree. <laughs> Additionally, um, I don't know, man, when it comes to the body of work, uh, he might be better than LeBron, but LeBron chapter still be written. Um, if LeBron get five or six, um, we'll talk about that later. Like, you know, that's another question. And so um, it's hard for me. I, I kind of agree with y'all. When you say the word athlete, I just think of athlete, you know, um, versus quarterback you know and so like you say Kamal um the greatest quarterback and even the greatest football player of all time you can say that although I've been having people like for instance within my family say Lawrence Taylor is the greatest football player of all time in their opinion and so um you know it's just key words when it comes to this argument athlete quarterback things in that nature. So I will say y'all that he is the greatest quarterback of all time, maybe even the greatest football player. But when it comes to the word athlete, it's a lot of athletic work that got to be put into that. So uh, Jamar, what's your thoughts, bro? Yeah. So definitely in agreement here. So funny thing is, so I used to have a sports blog uh, about maybe about five years ago. It was called jgoodsports.com. And I actually did a, a post about this, like basically, the greatest of the greatest, like purely just just across all sports. Mm-hmm. And I had, I can't remember between the order, but I had Tiger Woods one and Serena Williams two, that, interchangeable, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's because of their dominance over that sport, their their longevity and how they like, like between the first person and the next person of, you know, in their era. Right. And so, you know, Tiger Woods, what, 14 majors, I think now 15. And then Serena Williams, uh, 22 or 23 uh, Grand Slams. and Those are like Super Bowls. In, in a sense, yeah, because there's only four in each sport for, for, between golf and tennis, respectively, each year. And it's, you know, right. to, to get it done and to overtime and, you know, it's, it's just you. You, it's, it's individual. Right. With Tom Brady, I, I get it, you know, you know, the quarterback's the most important position in football and has maybe the biggest influence in a football game, but still you got to rely on 10 others and, uh, and you don't even play on the other side of the ball. And as far as, you know, greatest quarterback, that's, that's without, that's, I feel like that's without question. Greatest football player, I feel like he's winning that argument. You can still make, 
you know, cases for other guys, like you said, Lawrence Taylor. You know, some people still probably thinking Jerry Rice. There, mm-hmm. There's a small fan base that even thinks Randy Moss is. I mean, so, but as far as greatest athlete, no, I, I, I can't give him that. I would never give him that. I mean, there's no disrespect to, to you know, Thomas Edward Brady Jr., but um, right. there, I, there's, there's other guys out there that's just completely dominating their sports i mean usain bolt i i'm not even talking about the speed but just the dominance of it so right i mean michael mm-hmm. phelps in his prime i mean you already mentioned jordan so so yeah i i, I can't do it i won't do it but <laughs> I, i'm not gonna take away from what tom brady has done either so right um i hear you man um it is such a great great conversation to have um and Hey, I don't know, guys, if Tom Brady won another Super Bowl, I want to see what y'all got to say then. Because if he get eight. <laughs> or if he, he get eight. If he win another Super Bowl, that's just adding to his title as a quarterback, but not as an all-around <laughs> athlete. Like I say, he was there, for the, he was there for, the, for the gritty part, but he wasn't there for the gritty part. He ain't played with Lawrence Taylor in there, so... <laughs> Right. He still got the cushion. He still got the cushion football. That's a good point, man. The cushion of the fact that the lineman can't necessarily get to him how, or sorry, he can't get hit how he used to be able to get hit back in 2000 or 2001 because the rules have changed a lot. Yeah. And so it's in that case easy for Tom Brady to play until he's 43 or 44 because of the fact of these rules being implemented for him you know and so in that case like you say man that can progress or keep his career going a long time just because of these new annotated rules that are very very quarterback favored so um the stuff fellas so um just as curious about that it was you know just a, a question a lot of people been wondering about you know, we had this during the game, this conversation. And so um, it was fun to have. But all right. So, fellas, um, Kamal, I don't know. Uh, are you a Bears fan? No. <laughs> oh, you're not? A, okay. Um, I'm not I'm surprised. Not I don't blame you. You're, you're not a Packers I mean, fan, are you? No, I'm actually a Giants fan. Okay. okay. No yeah, beef We're going to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> no beef we good you neutral I mean I mean I'm just I actually like I like you like right here man I got my bad right here man. matter of fact no. matter of fact let me let, let me ask you this because I, I felt a certain type of way week 17 how, how did you feel about that uh that Washington uh Eagles game and how that ended I didn't actually watch the game I because I, I work on Sundays and, and certain days. Like, I work basically every day and I go to school, like, Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. You know, so I, I actually didn't watch week 17. Like, I've been I, – I, I've been out of the loop. I just look up the look up the stats and watch the highlights. So, yeah, I can't really get too much into that one because I haven't been really into it. You know, working all. <laughs> no, fair enough. But I'm sure as a Giants fan, right, you was rooting for – if you remember the scenario, uh, Jamar, I think the um, the Eagles had to win, right? Or, yeah, for, for the Giants to get in at that point. 
Right. The Eagles was in the game and they pulled Jalen Hurts and put in somebody that we didn't even know about and exactly like, tanked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which eventually I mean, got that coach fired and we just speaking of be- the Bears. Speaking of the Bears, y'all. So whoo, that was that was excellent, Jamar, because that brings up the point that I'm about to bring up. So I don't know if y'all heard it was first in on Sports Center. Or sorry, um, during the Super Bowl, I was kind of seeing it on NFL Network that the Bears are highly interested in Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, y'all, the Philadelphia Eagles former or disgruntled current quarterback who wants out of Philadelphia. This is just usual Bears stuff, right? So just curious, guys. Um, you know. If you guys wanted, um, you know, to be, or if you wanted to be uh, in the position of Virginia McCaskey, right? She is like the owner of the Bears, this old, um, I always talk, let me stop talking about old people. This old lady who makes a lot of bad decisions for this football team. And I think she's, I think she's racist, her and her family, I really do. Um, Somehow, someway, Carson Wentz become a front runner. Carson Wentz. All these interceptions, all these turnovers, somehow, someway, he becomes a front runner. Do you guys agree with this? Like, do you agree with Carson Wentz being a front runner over Deshaun Watson and other quarterbacks? Uh, come on, let's begin with you, bro. That would be the worst move Chicago has ever did. Really? After all the bad moves they've made? I mean, it wouldn't be a bad move because they're getting a quarterback, but let's be serious. Can Carson Wentz compete for a whole season? Can he compete for a whole season? That's the number one question. Excellent question. Health. And are you going to go get a line to protect him? That's another question. Like, we got got the talent as far as receiving, running backs. The defense is there. But – it's all about the land protection. He's not going to be comfortable playing there. And I would never pick him over Deshaun Watson. Let's not forget, Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback, and they took away his number one weapon. Mm-hmm. They gave away his number one weapon. Like, how do you give away your number one player on your team? And then now you're giving away – now J.J. Watt is out of there. So, what, can you blame Deshaun Watson for having a bad season? No. But Carson Wentz, yes, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming Carson Wentz for his season. Like Philadelphia should have been should have been a contender after the Super Bowl again, after they won that the first day Super Bowl, and they should have been into the playoff each time, and probably should have been going to the uh, Super Bowl. That's just my opinion because they haven't really switched up. Yeah, they kept their nucleus. So, they kept their nucleus, and yeah, they made it to the playoffs uh, twice after the Super Bowl. You're right, but they should have been going every year with the nucleus they had. Yeah. Now, only thing I can say that they did give up was a great backup quarterback, and then they tried to make you know Nick Foles a starter. As we know, Nick Foles is not starter material. He's a great backup. Right, but the Bears thought he was starting material. You know, it's the Bears, though. I mean. It's, Really surprised you, Jamar, that the Bears thought, hey, 
this is going to be the greatest catch. We're going to catch him off guard, Billy. I can just imagine the McCaskies and they were meeting. We're going to catch him off guard. We're going to get Nick Foles and we're going to catch the whole NFL off guard. And we're going to give him the highest amount of money he desires. Man. Let that sink in. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first thing that comes to mind is that Stephen A. mean face when he just sitting there just tired of it, just just, <laughs> just unbothered. Like that's, oh, no. like that's that's where we're at right now, man. And so all right, so as far as Carson Wentz here, I, I told you maybe last week or the week before, I don't want him. I don't want anything to do with him. I mean, come on, make great points between, for one, is he going to stay healthy for a full 16? Like, he hasn't been healthy since his, uh, would have been his MVP season, the year they won the Super Bowl. Right. He hasn't been healthy since then. Two, yeah, are we going to really address the offensive line? I mean, we've been talking about the offensive line for, for a long time, so I, I don't know. <laughs> but but more importantly for me, like, are, do guys even want to play with this dude? Because the last time I checked. That's they, a really good point, bro. They, they rallied behind Nick Foles. Yep. To, to them, Nick Foles is the winner of that Super Bowl. Yep. The following year, Nick Foles almost got him back to the Super Bowl, have not Alshon Jeffrey dropped that pass and got picked off. And a double doink, too. Yeah, pretty much. And let, let we're not going to talk about that. But, <laughs> I'm just saying, like Carson Wentz, like nobody likes this dude. That's why. That's why he's part of the reason why he's on his way out of Philadelphia. They, that, they that, that's, yeah. that's Jalen Hurts' team. Mm-hmm. Like he has a diva to him. He has an ego. I mean, I think part of the reason why he even lost his job because he didn't even run the offense that Doug Peterson wanted him to run. He was having problems with Doug Peterson too. Yeah, Doug Peterson didn't want him yep. at all. Yeah. And you know. Do you think we, we need any bad leadership or intangibles here, let alone with all the problems that we have already in the front office and everything else with this organization? We, we don't need it. Wow. Plenty other good quarterbacks that's available. And we're going to get into this discussion here shortly on that because mm-hmm. it, it is tremendous how many quarterbacks are possibly available right now. And then mm-hmm. for us to be linked to Carson Wentz out of all quarterbacks out there, Carson Wentz. I don't want him. Let the Colts have him. The Colts are linked to him too. Let him go to Frank Wright. Let 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 that reunion happen. Don't bring him here to Chicago. It's just gonna be uh, uh, Jay Cutler 2.0 in a sense that you're gonna underachieve and not get anything done. And you know Cutler was unbothered by a lot of stuff, and I'm pretty sure Wentz probably ended up being the same way. And then we're just mm-hmm. gonna yeah, that all over again for the next five years. So mm-hmm. I don't want him. Right. I hear y'all, man. Um, man, valid points. Um, but the Bears, I mean, you know, they don't surprise me. It's the Bears. And, you know, the Bears, I, I really believe, y'all, um, that the Bears are willing at any means. I got a picture of my home, y'all, that um, with Malcolm X by any means necessary. But this is talking about, like, my, you know, just life in general. But it also kind of hits on my blackness, y'all. I think the McCaskies, by any means necessary, as similar to me, will do what they have to do to keep a white face at the head of this franchise. That means they got to lose. If that means they got to go 0-16 or go 8-8, they will drive the linebacker, goddammit, to keep that little tradition going um, and put some trash quarterback back there with the hopes that they'll win the Super Bowl their way and the way they want it and the way they want to keep their – 
Arlington Heights, their nows, their white fan base, in other words, happy. That's the McCaskey's goal. And it's been that way for quite some time. And so um, it is what it is. Um, I tell y'all what, I'm putting this out here in the early morning sports talk podcast, that if the Bears pick up Carson Wentz, Jamar, it's going to be hard for me to be a fan this season. It's going to be, I'm, I'm sorry, it's just, it's going to be so, so hard. Uh, I'll be watching box scores. I probably won't be watching the game. I, I just check I'm, out I'm the serious. I'm, I'm so serious. I, I don't know if I can be a fan. If they do that, I, I told my brother, I, I don't know if I could be a fan. As you stated, man, I'll become a, um, I watch Detroit this year. I watch Minnesota or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> watch the Giants. Exactly. We're going to be with you tomorrow. We're going to be with you. Let's let's not. I was a Giants doing it. I was a Giants fan doing the Eli Manning era. Yes. He was actually a good quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to be like, go red and blue, baby. Go red and blue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, legitimately, that's what it's going to be, man. We know know the Bears don't know how to pick quarterbacks because I don't even know where Mitch Trubisky came from. I just know the school he went to, but, (laughs) like, what – like, what was his name in college? Like, <laughs> did he have any primetime games? Did he, like, yeah, so like, where did this I, come from? Yeah, I, I don't, hopefully, the Bears surprise, surprise the world, I'm gonna say, because we don't need Carson Wentz back there when we already got Nick Foles and <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Like, one of them get hurt is like losing Car- Carson Wentz. So, it's and, like, uh, but, you know, the Bears are. The Bears are known for picking up high contracts, you yep. know, for no reason at all. The best contract they picked up, I'll say, since I've been, I've been into sports, is the Khalil Mack. Exactly, the Mac Daddy. You got it, buddy. The Mac. And for them to, for them to get better, I believe that Khalil Mack will have to actually take a stand. Like you know, y'all, y'all let our defensive coordinator get out. So our defense is not the same. We're not running the same defense. Yeah, I let him leave and go to and go to Denver. Head coach. I mean, yeah, I'll leave too. But you know, y'all are supposed to offer him some more money to stay because we had actually had a chance when the defense was what it was. Right. And they need a quarterback like Deshaun Watson for the type of for the type of uh, plays that they coach are trying to uh, incorporate. You know exactly. The coach, he's a, 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 like, a twenty-time better version of Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, so you know the the coach to me is uh he's more of a he's more of a coach like Green Green Bay coach. They try to run trick plays, and you need you need a young athletic court, quarterback for that. Like you need uh-huh. a Deshaun Watson. You need a uh um, I forgot his name, but the Baltimore uh Lamar Baltimore Jackson. Raven, Lamar Jackson. You need them type of them type of players this that team is not suited the quarterback they're going for is not suited for the coach like it's not suited for that offense Mm -hmm. i hear you and so um with that being said let's transition to another question um and this was posted by my brother jamar thank you for posting this and this is a good one speaking of carson wentz this Off-season appears to be a quarterback carousel, which it is. It's a lot of available quarterbacks. We already saw the deal between Stafford and Golf, which I believe that Stafford will be 
Um, this is just me, Kamal. I think the Rams will be in the same place with Stafford as they was with golf. I don't think there'll be no selling for a super. I don't think that there'll be in no Super Bowl with Stafford. I think he's a turnover prone, choke type quarterback. And that uh, I don't even know what selling it is for them. Like, I guess the selling would be the NFC championship in order to get one round past the um, second round from last year. But if you if that's your selling, I mean, you were just in the Super Bowl years ago. So shouldn't your selling be the Super Bowl? That's another really stupid deal. That's just in my opinion. Um, all the all that the Rams gave up for, you know, Matthew Stafford. I literally think the Lions going to be better off long term than the Rams. Um, we know about Deshaun Watson and the scenario that happened there um, and what's going on with that situation. Russell Wilson, he even mentioned that he like tired of being hit in Seattle and that, you know, he possibly um, could be looking for a trade out of Seattle soon. Um, which quarterback, if you were the Bears, like, just based off of everything that's been going on with this quarterback carousel market, which quarterback would you rather trade for at this point? And so I'm going to take, for instance, myself, and I'm going to answer this, Kamal, first. Um, if I was the Bears and Russell Wilson was available and he didn't want to necessarily stay in Seattle, of course, that's, that's the first choice, right? Uh, off top, Russell Wilson. Um, secondly, um, I'm going to go for Deshaun Watson. And with these quarterbacks, bro, you talking about giving up the house? I give up the house for both of them. I legitimately give up the house for both of those quarterbacks. Um, and if I can't get neither one of those, then this might be a little surprise for you. But I'm going to try to get Jameis Winston. I know he's very turnover prone. Uh, you can laugh all you want, man. But for me, I think Jameis Winston, y'all, man, I think the brother has a lot of potential. I don't think those pass yards and different things is a fluke. He's a turnover machine, no doubt about it. But I legitimately think that, on the other hand, he is very uh, talented with throwing that ball, bro. And he can put up a lot of points on the offensive side of the ball. And I think he got enough weapons with the Bears if he would have come. Um, and I think we'll win about nine, ten games with James Winston to go in as a dangerous playoff team. I'd rather be there at that point with um, the Bears. I really think we can go from eight wins to maybe ten with James. And we would shoot it out with teams. But at the same time, our defense is good enough to be able to win us a few games. And so I would go for – uh, Jameis upon, of course, going for Russell first, Deshaun, and then I'll go for James. And yes, I'm not just saying that because these are black quarterbacks. I'm saying that because these quarterbacks are talented. So that's me. Yeah, I I, I agree with the first two, but <laughs> not with not with James Winston. I'm sorry. Like I just I'm cannot. Sorry, I'm sorry, man. I, I know. I'm, I'm 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 blowing people's mind right that right now, telling them about um Jameis Winston. I think he's a good quarterback. I really do, man. I mean, yeah, like I give it. He's a good quarterback, but let's let's not forget he had he had a, a great receiver down there with him with Mike Evans, and he was making things happen. It's just that I feel when he he actually calms down, because you know, I know he he felt like he was the man going into the league, you know, and. I feel like he's just too big of a character. 
like just as, as everything that was happening with him in college and everything, I'm not saying that it affects the way he played because he always been a turnover ratio, but mm-hmm. he kind of put me in the mind of Big Ben, but. Not, not. So you telling me if he puts you in a mask at a Big Ben, come on, you won't want Big Ben on our team. Well, not yeah, at this I, point in his career, Big Ben, but no, I'm talking younger. about like a, a young, a young Big Ben, like yeah, exactly. What, what I'm saying is like, but he have to have that 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 calmness as Big Ben does. But for for Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, listen, you can have a whole offense, but then we'll rebuild around. <laughs> Like, cause that's just a, that's a, those are quarterbacks that are athletic. Let's say Russell Wilson running 50 yards a game. Mm-hmm. You put that, you put that behind, you put that behind with the running backs we got right now with, with Edwards and um, Cohen, Tyree Cohen, you, you, you got a, a triple threat right there. You know, not to mention Allen Robinson. I'll say Allen Robinson is one of the best slot receivers to me there is. So, like you put that, you put that together with one of them. That, like I say, they fit in the offense of mm-hmm. the coach. Right, right, right. But mm-hmm. I want I Winston will be probably like the last one I go. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. right. I hear you, man. Um, Dwayne Hawkins. Good morning, brother. Good morning. Uh, he said, "Well, well, well. What do we have here? Some Brady non-believers. Sound like Dwayne went for the Bucks." Good one. You you called it, man. You called it. Um, I as as a so-called sports guru, I, I thought I saw Kansas City winning. Most analysts did too, but um, you know, he is definitely the goat, man. And um, Jameis uh is pretty good as well. Um, and you know, I stated he's a, a pretty good leader too. And so, thank you, Dwayne, for helping me like take up for me. I really believe that Jameis is a great fit outside of Russ and outside of Deshaun Watson. I would give up the house for those two. I would give up whatever I got to do to get those two. Either one. Give me either one. And then after that, I would go for Jameis. And so, um, Jamar, man, you want to jump into this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just based on what you just stated like 10 seconds ago, I'm, I'm giving up the house for Russ. I'm giving up the house for Deshaun Watson. Um, and that's just because the return on my investment is gonna is gonna pay off. We, Absolutely, it's just what it is. It's a quarterback league. If I have to give up, uh, you know, a couple of draft picks and a defensive player, I, by all means. I just know at this point in the year twenty twenty one, you gotta have a quarterback to compete. If you don't have one that can efficiently throw the ball downfield, make plays, you know, do what needs to be done, leadership standpoint. If you don't have that, you're not going anywhere. I mean, hence we we know that living in Chicago. So, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely giving out the house for them. I mean, and I I give you this, uh, uh, Brandon. I know you've been talking about Jameis for for a while now, and and we we know he's you know deemed Mister Thirty for Thirty from what he did <laughs> a couple of years ago, but uh, but maybe maybe he was that because of the system that they was running. So maybe if he was in another system here you know, that, you know, you know, use the running game a lot more, you know, limit his, his pass attempts. Right. And, you know, create, you know, just create a better uh, situation for him. Just like, you know, what they're doing in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield, maybe, you know, something similar to that, 
and you know, maybe Jameis won't be as bad elsewhere. So I, I give you that. So those three, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Dwayne Hawkins, he stated, but giving up the house is going to, going to more than likely include Khalil Mack. That's so I got a question for you, Jamar. Yep. Um, would you give up Khalil Mack in this trade? To, to get one of those two? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. And, it, and it's just because, <laughs> like I said, it's a quarterback-driven league. If we had to give up Khalil Mack to get one of those two, and even in the scenario, I think we talked about maybe a month and a half ago, uh, Dak Prescott. Right. Like, if you trade Dak Prescott for Khalil Mack straight up, I'm okay with that. So, Kamal, you disagree? I mean, yes, I definitely disagree. <laughs> like, I'm not giving up Khalil Mack. I'm sorry. I know it's a quarterback driven, but I feel I feel like just how Josh Allen doing with the Buffalo Bills, if you put the right quarterback back there, like the right one, that you can succeed. But I would not give up Khalil Mack because at the end of the day, the man is a monster. He's a as they say, the Mack truck. Like he coming for you, he coming for you. Yeah, he got various but, names: the Mac Truck, the Mac Daddy. But I, it like yeah, it, it depends. But I know you get more for the quarterback than you do for a linebacker. So if it's Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, yeah. But I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up Khalil Mack for Dak Prescott. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Mm. Yeah, I'm just hoping the Bears y'all can take a page out of Tampa Bay's book. Look what Tampa Bay was last year. Why not us? So go ahead, Jamar. No, I was gonna say like, I mean, I get it. It's just more so that I guess it comes down to, you know, quarterback can, in my eyes, quarterback can influence a game a lot more than than I guess what Khalil Mack does. And it's not taking anything away from Khalil Mack because when we got Khalil Mack, it made our defense the way it was, especially back in 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. what it was when it was definitely elite. But it all came back down to quarterback play. And so I know you have to give us something to get something that you need. So that's what I'm saying. I'm okay with it because it's. I feel like in my eyes, it's easier to replace – a defensive pass rusher that it is a quarterback as in the Bears always get the quarterback position wrong. Right. Yeah, I agree well, mostly everything else right other than the quarterback, but it is a quarterback driven league. You're not going to win that Lombardi without a quarterback, period. So you can have the greatest defense ever, man, but if you can't, you, 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 you know, you can't score no touchdowns. Ask Kansas City. Uh, you can get down to that red zone seven, eight times. One thing I tell the Bears just like this, listen, if y'all want to keep up, keep as, you know, as you say, they're kind of prejudiced. So if you want to keep a white face back there, look, get rid of Mitch Trubisky and go get uh, Marcus Mariota. At least he's athletic. He might can't throw the ball long, but he could throw the ball for a short play and he's going to scramble. Mm. At least go get him. Like I, I say, you give, give rid of. Mitchell Trubisky and travel Marcus Mariota. Keep Nick Foles coming off the bench because Mitchell Trubisky did good. Let's not forget before they benched him in game four, they didn't start him. He won the first three games. He took them three and zero. He might not be that good of a quarterback, but I just feel like if you get him, give him the right, the right 
quarterback with the athleticism that the coach is looking for, then then we'll have a, a nice thing to talk. If they want to keep somebody back there that's white, then go get Marcus Mariota. Like, you know, the man is athletic. I mean, I can see that. I think we'll still be in the same boat, somewhere around the same record. I, I feel like we're, yeah, somewhere in the same record, but it'll push, it'll be a better push because, like, we got Detroit and Minnesota, like Minnesota's not going nowhere. We we're gonna already when they got rid of Stephon Diggs, we already knew what time it was. Like you're not you're not about to proceed. Not with just not with just stealing, you know. Right. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, well, for time and purposes, guys, let's move on. Um, although it sounds like Jamar over there, I can just see his face. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I was I was just gonna say this real quick. I mean, if we give up no nothing uh, higher than a fifth round pick, well, I'm okay with it. For Mariota, yeah. All right, fifth or lower, I'm okay with that. <laughs> well. All right, guys. Uh, cool. Let's uh, transition now away from the NFL for a moment um, on to some NBA talk. And so, um, you know, just kind of take a break from this and we'll conclude with one final NFL question uh, referring to uh, J.J. Watt. But um, the Lakers, y'all, went undefeated this week um, in their games. Um, and it's currently a half game out of uh, first place in the Western Conference. Um just quickly, really quickly, guys. Uh, but you know what? That's actually going to answer the question, so never mind. I read that Giannis, y'all, said this morning that the Jazz is the best team in the West. He said the Jazz is the best team in the West. I'm like, oh, he throwing shots at LeBron and Kawhi. Um, just curious, guys. Uh, Kamal, let's begin with you, bro. Do you got the Lakers as your favorite to come out of the West this season? Okay, well... I have the Lakers coming out of the West this season. That's just because I know, like, how driven LeBron and Anthony Davis is. Like, I feel that they they are they are the contenders. They the former champs. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them that slot of coming out the West. Now, particularly, I'm just a I'm a Portland. I'm a Portland. I'm always a Bulls fan. Like, I love the Bulls. Like, even though they've been picking some weird picks. <laughs> But the Jazz is red hot behind that line. They red hot. They just clicking on sentences. Like, you have Michael Conley playing like he was playing in, in Memphis. Not like he was playing last year, because Michael Conley was horrible last year. He was last year. He was horrible. He's playing this year. He might not putting up the 30 points because he don't have to. But he he facilitating he facilitating the, the, the offense. He, he playing defense. And let's not forget, Jordan Clarkson on the Utah Jazz is having his best year ever. Mm-hmm. So I got the Lakers. Man of the year game, they, if they got to play against the Jazz, they're going to give the Lakers a run for their money only because they got the more the, the better team behind the arc. Right, right, right. So who do you think get the Lakers a better run for their money, the Jazz or the Clippers? The Jazz. Really? Over the yeah. Clippers? Yes. Mm. All right. And so just curious again, do you think the Lakers can win it all? Uh, are they your favorite to win it all? It depends on who they play out the East. <laughs> so what because team do you think could give them issues out of the East? Um, Out of the East, I believe 
Miami will give them issues. Like, only if everybody is healthy with Miami. Well, they looking healthy now, and boy, I just yeah. watched them like a couple nights ago, y'all. Jamar, I think the Heat are back now that Jimmy Butler's back. Ooh, were they suffocating. Ooh, yeah. they were suffocating. They took the pole team and scored all in the third quarter. It was it was unbelievable. Yeah, I believe like the Heat, I'm not, I'm not going to say Brooklyn because it's just not, it's not clicking over there with Brooklyn for me. But the Heat, and I'll say 76ers, if they keep up how they've been doing. Yeah, the 76ers, yeah. I think the Sixers are legit too, man. I'm gonna bring them up later. Um, yeah, Jamar, just curious, man. Like, um, is the Lakers your favorite to come out the West this season? What about uh, the one at all? Favorite, yeah, by default right now. But just like Kamal mentioned, Utah is right there. And I, I just had to, while, while he was talking, I had to, you know, check and see, like, had the Lakers and Jazz played. They haven't played yet. They play on the 24th. That's what I want to see. I, I just want to see how that dynamic, the two different styles meet. That's, that's, that's what I want to see. Because, like, like you said, Utah is red hot. Like, Mike Conley, he, he, he looks like he's adjusted now. Last year was, it was an off year for sure. Probably just, you know, different scenario, different circumstance for him. Change. I mean, he was always in Memphis the whole time, so mm-hmm. probably got to get acclimated to his teammates. Um, you know, Rudy Gobert's playing, you know, lights out. Donovan Mitchell's on another level here. You got Bogdanovich back, who who missed all last year, which I think this is a big addition for them. Uh, you know, Ingles lights out behind the arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, O'Neal, solid. They signed Derek Favors, and, of course, the leading candidate for the sixth man is just – just playing bonkers right now. So yeah, I'm 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 curious to see how that team is going to go against the defending champs. And I know the Lakers probably not going to play today maximum potential, but it's just more so when it comes down to it, do the Jazz have enough to win four games out of seven? That's the question. That that is the ultimate question. I mean, do I give them a fighter's chance? I absolutely do. But I mean, we, we have to see it. I, I need evidence. I need evidence. So when the 24th comes, I want to watch that game. It's on ESPN. So so definitely my eyes going to be glued to that TV just to see how 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 that, uh, I guess, uh, that first game goes. But, yeah, Lakers right now, just because of, you know, who they are and who they have, they, they're the favorites to me by default. Even when it all, I guess – Whew, I, I want to say yes, but I guess it depends uh, who they see in the finals if they, you know, they get there. So, right. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm not going to allow y'all to disrespect the Clippers. Um, and <laughs> number one, the Jazz. I love the Jazz, y'all. I think they're a great team. I don't love the Jazz. Why am I lying? Um, they will not beat the Lakers in a seven game series. They can give a fight uh they can give a war they can score a lot of points i think donovan mitchell will go off but i think when it comes down to a kamal lebron will sick donovan mitchell when it counts and he will look like a puppy just like lebron makes most people look like puppies outside of kd and Kawhi. probably only two and so you know like everybody else he he puts in check and so um, 
do they give them a fight? Yeah. But I don't think that the Jazz, no way I'm picking them. They are not beating the Lakers in a seven-game series, especially if the Lakers are healthy. Um, I think who gives them the best war, y'all, is the Clippers. I think the Clippers are legitly right there. They have beaten the Lakers. They beat the Lakers. And both of y'all likely last year had the Clippers as favorites above the Lakers. Well, at least most people did. I'm smart, Jamal. I had the Lakers as beating the Clippers. Jamar had the Clippers. And most people did, you know? Um, and so, you know, that makes sense. I mean, Kawhi is, a, is that dude, you know? And so if you ask me, though, Based off of the standings, if the Lakers, it's going to be important. It's going to be important, y'all. If the Lakers get the one seed, they can avoid the Jazz and the Clippers in the second round, which means that if the Lakers get the one seed, the Jazz and the Clippers will have to play it out in the second round, in which if I had to get them in a seven-game series, come on, I'm going to pick the Clippers. And so um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. That's cool. I just think Kawhi will be the superstar in that series. Um, and so you, you, you know, you already know what I'm gonna say about the Clippers, right? You, you, I know, I know, pandemic P, and yes, you know, yes. things like that. But yes, I think right. they learned from last year. I really do. I no, think no, they it, learned it, from it, last it ain't year. about that, it's about him. I need him to step up. It is right. him, he the re he's the main reason why they didn't even get to the Western Conference Finals. Him, right? Shooting off the backboard and stuff. I hate you, man. And so. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's you know, I just feel like man, you know, that'll be that. Um to win it all, yes, they are my favorite. Um, they are my favorite. Um, although Brooklyn will give them problems if they were to meet. Um, all right, speaking of Brooklyn, Kamal. Um with the roster they have on paper, do you think Brooklyn is the favorite to win the East? Or do you have another team? With the roster they have on paper, yes, they're, they're the favorite to win the East. On paper. Okay. But let's not forget, like, I figure, I feel for Brooklyn to win the East, they have to let go of Kyrie Irving. Mm. Because he so too. going to cost them when it matters most, huh? Yeah, because he's too. Just imagine, just think about, just think about when James Harden first went over there. Him and KD, they play like they haven't missed a game with each other. And they was winning. Soon as Kyrie came back, they mm -hmm. lost that first game. Kyrie came back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you could put up numbers. The numbers look good, but let's be for real. Like, Kyrie cost them more than what he should. Like, you he got don't defend to, you got at all either. He don't play no defense. And the thing is that he thought he was so good because he won that he won his reign with, with LeBron, with LeBron, not without LeBron. He won a reign with LeBron and he thought that he was the the star. You know, like, yeah, you're yeah. good, but don't get ahead of yourself. Like you had a you had you was a supporting teammate. You wasn't the star of the team. Like you were supporting You can't tell him that though. You can't tell him he wasn't the star. You can't. If Kyrie was on the early morning sports talk podcast, we can't tell him he wasn't the star with LeBron. He'd tell us straight to our face, I was the star. But my favorite for coming out the East, though, and I'm sticking with them, is the Miami Heat. I'm sorry, Duncan Robinson, uh, Bam, Bam, I, I, 
Van, Van Adebayo, and you got, and you got Tyler uh, yeah, Tyler Hero. I'm sorry, like with them three under under Jimmy Butler's mentorship, like you can't you can't go wrong. And they got Eric Eric Spoelstra as a head coach. Like you cannot you cannot go wrong with coming out the East again because one, you play defense, and two, you can score all around all around the court, like. So I'm going with I'm going with the Miami Heat. 76ers, they always look good at the beginning of the season, but we know how this is gonna turn out. Yeah, I hear you. Um Jamar, your thoughts. Um I mean, as you know, I guess as far as the, the Brooklyn question, um yeah, I mean on paper, on paper, and I told you. That it's going to be, it's an adjustment period. It is. If, if they are, if they did decide to flip Kyrie for, for somebody else, for some other pieces, then, then yeah, full steam ahead on that. If, if Kyrie's still there, it's going to be an adjustment period because, like, like I've been saying, when it comes down to it, usually star power wins in the playoffs. I've seen it time and time again. Sometimes I don't like it, but it is what it is, so. I feel like they'll figure it out. And of course, you know, those three lead the league in uh, fourth quarter scoring 8.4, 8.3, 8.2, respectively. Um, I just know they're struggling now because of Kevin Durant and COVID and all that stuff. But uh, I just want to see them play consecutive games with all three of them at the same time and let that jail and see what happens here. Um, but I mean, and then you said, uh, is there another? Do you have another team that that can come out? I know, I know you like Philly. I, um, I know, you know, he mentioned uh, Miami, which I mean, I can't, I can't knock because Miami is tough. Uh, like one through twelve, they're deep. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would love to save Milwaukee. You know how I feel about my guy over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way how everything's currently constructed right now, I, I, I can't do it. I would want to. As of right now, I w- I'm, I'll just stick with Brooklyn here. But, but things, things are still unfolding here. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I know you know how I feel about my guy. But right, the way yeah. it's currently constructed, I, I, I don't see it. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sound like Jamar. Um, you know, just got to wait till things get acclimated and think Brooklyn will come out. Um, you know, I think uh, Philly can give the uh, Nets a run for their money, a really deep series, um, really, really deep series, y'all. And it'll just come down to a few pieces of chess between those two teams. I think that might be the conference finals with a Miami peak and with a Milwaukee. I think that'll be maybe the four in the East to determine things. Um, so we'll see how that turns out, really. Um, all right. So special shout out to J.J. Watt and a great career he has had in Houston. At this point of his career, uh, he certainly uh, deserves to be on a contender. And so this question is for you, Jamar. Um, and that is uh, with uh, our brother, uh, Kamal, with departure. And so, Kamal, we will uh, see you later, my brother. Just before you leave, though, um, we got one more uh, requirement of you, sir. 
Um, any final thoughts or shout outs as you head into the weekend? Anything you want to tell the people as you head into the weekend? Um, well, I'll just say, you know, as far as sports, keep your eyes on on them young players, that, that young team down there in New Orleans, you know, mm. once they get everything together, it, it's going to be, they're going to take, take y'all by surprise. But I just say, shout out, shout out, to, shout out to you, Brandon, for having me on the show. You know, Thank Jamal, you, sir. It was nice me. It was nice meeting you. You Likewise. know, I love, to, I love to pick your brain more because like I say, man, Brandon, we see each other, we, we talk, you know, and especially about basketball, this 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 is my favorite right here, <laughs> you know. But like, um, that that's it. Y'all know everybody be safe out there, you know. Yes, trying times. Hate to leave, but gotta go. Gotta go get to work. <laughs> hey, you gotta go get the bread. Understand, yeah. my friend. Understood, my brother. Yes, you go do that. And so we appreciate you, man. Me and Jamar appreciate you joining us on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And just remember this, bro. You're always welcome, and we look forward to having you on again in the future for sure. Always welcome. All right. Thank you all. Have a good day. All right, brother. Hey, you too. All right. But, yeah, so, Jamar, let's finish with this question, my bro. Um, J.J. Watt in a scenario that's going on in Houston. He has now had his release granted. Um, And so – it was a really peaceful transition with J.J. Watt. I'm just, this is the part of me that's like, how does he get such a smooth transition? <laughs> and, you know, Deshaun Watson, they like, no, we're not letting him go and blah, blah, blah. They all pins and needles and stuff. Like, what's this, what's going on here, man? Like, you know, um, that's just a little weird for me. But the main question here is, which team do you think he should go to if he wants to win that ring. Man, uh, just really quick, shout out, shout out to the Houston Texans for being the trashiest organization in the NFL. Mm, just, 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 you know, they've got so a- many great players, man. But they just, you know, they yeah. have Hall of Famers. They, like, I feel like in their existence, they had just as many, if not more elite players than, than we have since their existence. I, I, I feel like, especially in, at very important exp- uh, positions, they, I know at the wide receiver position, they have, I feel like a future Hall of Famer and another future Hall of Famer that's currently on another team. You definitely got a hall, first ballot Hall of Famer that just got released. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised they, they granted that to him, honestly, just based on how everything else going. They got a quarterback that's probably gonna make the Hall of Fame at this trajectory. Um, so yeah. So as far as let's question, not forget about their entire history, they were the Houston Oilers too. Yeah, man, I, I, I don't. They suck. I'm just leave it at that. They, they're trash. They are trash. Um. All right. So as far as your question, where, where, where are buddy Deshaun at, man? Where, where's, <laughs> where, where's still a nation at? Where's hashtag? Here this we go. is. This. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Reg. Uh, we, I'll definitely be in prayer for your family, my brother. Me and Reg, um, mm-hmm. we grew up together, went to um, high school a little bit together, but definitely in grammar school. So definitely we'll be praying for your family. And so, um, yeah, on, on, on behalf of the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And so um, you mentioned still a nation. I, yes. Man, I was thinking this. 
<laughs> You've been in my head, man. I was thinking about this yesterday. It, it just makes perfect sense. For one, they have a need. For two, his, his, his two brothers are there. Exactly. And, and so, like, he, and I mean, still is always in contention. I mean, maybe the only thing they really need, well, two things they need to address is probably the running game, which I feel like that, that should be a quicker fix than maybe possibly the quarterback situation. Other than that, I mean, they're there. They are primed and ready. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with this quarterback carousel, I mean, hey, you can just go, go snatch one off the merry-go-round and you can fix that. So right. I, mean, I feel like that would be perfect for him. I know there's some other teams and contenders that, that want some that's in contention. Like I hear Tampa and I hear Green Bay, which would be home. You know, I hear uh, Baltimore even, but I just feel like the Steelers, that that would be remarkable. That that would be great. That that would make sense. Right. The most sense to me. Right. That's a good one, man. Um, I think another good one is, um, that was my first answer was Pittsburgh. You know, that would probably help to put them over the top. It, it really, really would. Imagine have both of the Rock brothers come at you. On one on one side, one on the other. I'm telling you, that's it's a lot to deal with. But I'm hoping that that happens. That's my hopeful destination for him. Um, if not Pittsburgh, I say, man, stay in the AFC and go ahead and go to Kansas City. Like, try to, try to get that, you know, ring with Mahomes. If you want a ring and you want your best chance, your best chance will likely be Mr. Patty Mahomes and teaming up with him. And so um, it'd be legit, man, to see, um, you know, him coming off the end with, with, with D Ford and, you know, those guys up in Kansas City and that defense, it'll make, uh, it'll make Honey Badger's life a lot easier, probably make him uh, get an easier road to Ken. Um, and so it'll be lights out, I think. That'll probably be hey. one of the missing pieces, man. And if, <laughs> if J.J. Watt was on this team against the uh, Bucks, he probably would have been all over Tom Brady. Hey, he, he, he probably would have, uh, the biggest beneficiary probably would have been Breland since he had to like hold Mike Evans the whole night. Exactly, because he <laughs> could not stop Mike Evans at all. He had to hold him. That is factual. He got about five penalties on um, all in the first half. And so like, yeah, Kansas City, I think, is a very great destination. I'm very interested, man, and I know you are as well, Jim. I'm going to be looking to see where uh jj watt ends up because i know he's trying to get that ring and so it will be uh, uh just phenomenal man to see him either with pittsburgh with his brothers or in kansas city and so um if anybody out there got any other suggestions for jj watt go ahead put it in the chat we'll love to talk about it and you you know somehow some way we're we're linked to this man as well i don't know how but hmm. I'm, I'm hearing that too right uh, with the Bears, right? Yeah, I, 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 my guess is I know he loved Portillo, so maybe that's the reason. Other than that, maybe, I don't see why. <laughs> maybe he loves some heroes too, you know, some deep dish. I don't know. Maybe I mean, if he wants to visit, I mean, we can take him to the best hero shack in the city. Exactly, man. Take him right to 103rd, yep. 87th Street. You know, it's it's a lot of good ones out there, man. So yeah. JJY, go ahead, come visit the shop, man. We'll show you around. We'll be a tour guide. Yeah, change your life. Exactly, man. You know, you you would never want to leave Chicago ever again. <laughs> oh man. All right. So yes. Um, 
with that being said, uh, well, that concludes our conversation for this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we thank you all for tuning in with us. Um, as we head into our weekend, bro, um, see us a lot of snow out there. It's been snowing just unbelievably nonstop. Man. Since we done got back from Guadalupe, bro, it's been snowing nonstop. And you know, I, you know, I know we both get it a lot. You and you, you and your suburb and me out here, it's like nonstop. And so, um, with that being said, however, let's get to our final thoughts and shout outs, man. So any final thoughts and shout outs as we head into this weekend? Yeah, so, you know, I definitely want to, you know, give some flowers on, on, on this guy's career, man. Shout out to LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy. This man retired. He, he just retired mm-hmm. the other day. This man got back-to-back Super Bowl champs. Really? So yeah. wait, so he was, he was with the Chiefs he, last year. He was with the Chiefs. Okay. And then got one this year with the Bucks. So shout wow. out to him. He has uh he's a six-time pro bowler, two-time all-pro. He was on the 2010 all-decade team mm-hmm. and exactly 1500 yards from scrimmage. And as wow. we know, Shady McCoy in his prime with the Eagles was something fierce. Yes, he was. Absolutely. That boy was lightning. Dude, with him, Vic. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, them boys, them speed guys, mm-hmm. boy, boy, boy. So definitely want to, you know, give him flowers, you know, you know, to a to a pretty solid career. He might have a chance for the Hall of Fame eventually. So we'll see. Yep. Shout out to Sean McCoy, man. For real. Yep. And so that is awesome, man. Um, you know, special shout out to um Tom Brady on getting that elusive ring, guys. It was, it was impressive, man. And that was, you know, um, that was. shout out to, um, I don't know about you, Jamar, but in Chicago, the kids are going back to school yeah. um, physically. And so, um, you know, this oh, will be very interesting to just see everything that happens with that dynamic. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Almera was, was definitely adamant about getting that done. I saw. Right. And oh, <laughs> so, gosh. um, yeah, you know, shout out to the kids, man. Um, it's Black History Month. Uh, special shout out to all the heroes um, and the people that continue to um, make Black History Month a phenomenal celebration um, in our country. And so, yes, everyone be safe. Uh, it's a lot of snow outside. Um, keep God first and everything else uh, will be possible. And so thank you all for tuning in with us. Have a blessed day and peace. Peace out.